ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 24 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. My name is Brooks. I'm Tyler, and I'm so happy it wasn't me this time! I'm Dan. I'm hungover, and I haven't slept. You and me both. Yay! It's been a long night. I am well-rested and in in repose. And by long night, I mean, I think we both went to sleep around like 10 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. It is now 10.30 in the morning. Yeah. And (laughs) it is. It is now uh, quarter after two. Time is meaningless. Good Lord. Just to give give everyone an example of how tired they are, me and Brooks were sitting outside ringing the doorbell for a good 15 minutes before Ryan finally realized that we were there. Yeah, the alarm (laughs) absolutely did not wake me up. I had my alarm set for like 12.30, I think. When the strength of alarms has failed, well, Tyler and I will be. I am sorry the two of you live the milk toast life that lacks partying. <laughs> I partied. I partied. I party. I partied hardy. My name is Brooks. And I like to party. See, I uh, personally uh, took a, I mean, you know, I try to live my life by the example uh, set by uh, his, uh, our Lord and Savior, Andrew W.K., you party hard. I do. And I actually don't mean that ironically. Andrew W.K. has some pretty outstanding uh, life lessons uh, in general. I've never looked into Andrew W.K.'s uh, His lifestyle guide. was very uplifting. You know, <laughs> he actually does do uh, like self-help talks oh, and cool. uh, things like that. And they're all extremely positive. Uh, he... Uh, I've, I don't think I've ever seen him quoted or heard him say anything negative at all in any context. He's also an exceptionally accomplished pianist. Yeah. Yes. And he also had get, gets the award for most awkward live concert at E3 of all time. <laughs> yes, that's true. Hey, that that's was fun. That, that was the best. I don't it's give not a his shit. fault. Yeah. It, it was that just E3 the crowd. Was a little out of place. It was. It, it made it. However, I am and will always be a very uh, like. Even though I don't even super get into his music, uh, I am a very strong proponent a proponent of Andrew WK. He is a shindig champion. Uh, he, the Savior Soiree and the Party God. He well, uh, he a tried party professional actually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, Get it right, Brooks. He founded a new political party called the Party Party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. In general, it, it, like he's got an advice column too uh, on some you know music publication, as, as I recall. But ever all the advice that he always gives, super solid, very reasonable, really cool dude who just. You know, it's that whole, look, dude, believe in yourself and and you can succeed. You know, you're awesome. The world is awesome. Be awesome. I did not know this. You got to believe. He is essentially the embodiment of the the morals that were uh, instilled by uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's a good way to put it, actually. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I like it. Be excellent. I literally have never heard or seen him talk outside of the... Why are you looking at me? 
<laughs> because you were speaking, dumbass. <laughs> no, he, he like squinted and looked at me like I, I didn't was, realize you had a, a special privileges to be looked at. <laughs> I can leave here with the fuck I How want. How dare you look upon <laughs> me? Well, yeah, you like you are the you, you are actually, the least unflappable person I've ever met in my life. It is so easy to derail you. <laughs> uh, well, you, you've reached the Tyler Paywall. <laughs> uh, so you have to wait 24 hours before looking at him again. I always, I always knew life game. would become an EA game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, some of the most... actually have to get the season pass. Interesting and Gross. exciting news to come out of this past week uh, is... Xbox, Microsoft bringing Xbox uh, Live to the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Xbox bringing Xbox Live to Ethiopia. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, the Xbox uh, Xbox Live service, as well as uh, the their uh, monthly play service, uh, where you get like all you know access to to a ton of games. Whatever, games with gold. No, games with gold is the one where you get. Two games or two or three games every month. This is the one where you have a pre-built library that you gain access to every month. Oh. Um, and uh, so they're talking about also giving you access to that service through a streaming, you know, kind of thing. Oh. So essentially, you would be playing Xbox One games on the Switch. It's one of those weird That's things. Kind of cool. I wouldn't think about this, but it's also not surprising to hear that they're doing it. The the cross platform thing is what kind of threw me for a loop. Oh well, talking about uh, anything cross platform, uh, I play Smite a lot on PC. They made it cross platform now, and uh, I'm constantly playing with people who have Xbox controllers. And you can tell based on the voice commands they use because it it actually it breaks it down. So when people use voice commands like uh, "hello" or whatever, it's like VVGH. Um, now it's Xbox D-pad left, Xbox D-pad right, Xbox D-pad like, <laughs> sure. it just keeps going. And also, pretty much all of those people suck, and they're, they they cripple your team. Because I don't like cross-platform. Because <laughs> uh, mouse and keyboard is superior. Uh, especially in MOBAs, yes. yes. Uh-huh. In MOBAs, and I would argue especially even more so in first-person shooters. Also agree. Uh, first-person shooters, for me, was the first jarring attempt at a transition from uh, PC gaming to console gaming. Uh, different methods of input, that's the only drawback to cross-platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the different methods of input. Right. Like, using a different controller makes it that much harder to play the game. And wh- I tried playing Smite once on an Xbox. I just I got through one game and went, this sucks. Yeah. It's I not hate good. it. Um, what, what also typically sucks... Oh, did you lose an ear again? Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, what also typically sucks uh, with regard to the uh, cross-platform ability of uh, a uh, uh, first-person shooter is uh, the fact that in order to make the transition to a console, they usually have to put in some sort of aim assist. Mm-hmm. And if you put that same aim assist into a keyboard and mouse setup, it is broken. Yeah. Which is why I think that cl- cross-platform is a lot more interesting when it's just amongst the consoles. Like... Like that's what I, in, in my head when I've been sure. asking for cross-platform for years yeah, and years and years. It's, it's always play been with my PlayStation play with, friends. And exactly, shit like that, yeah. not with computer. But people. guess what? Microsoft and Sony do not want to play ball together. No, Apparently Microsoft wants to play ball. Sony, Sony doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, 
Okay. Uh, Sony doesn't see it as beneficial, though they did cave to that Fortnite debacle uh, mm-hmm. earlier, of or course. last year. Fortnite is a fucking gold mine. Yeah. But how much of that gold mine sees its way back to Sony, I wonder? Uh, well, you, I think usually, wasn't that the very reason uh, Microsoft refused to have any free games on their, on their shop? Uh, I, I remember Warframe actually couldn't be bought on Xbox for a long time. Well, couldn't be used on Xbox for a long time. Maybe it still is that way because they had a policy against having free games. Huh. Uh, because the microtransactions would all go directly to the developer of the game. Whereas, oh, but the purchase but of the, the game purchase, proper would not. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm under the assumption that if Fortnite is available on consoles, that means that the developers are getting well no that the, they're getting a cut of they're getting each a that Microsoft and Sony are getting yeah. a kickback just by virtue of having the game on the consoles sure. it must be a portion of something spent i don't know what it is but there's no way they would allow the games on there if they weren't making any money doing it yeah maybe the no, shop that's fair. i bet that yeah i'm sure just everything that's bought specifically in, on, yeah. on uh, like i said a fraction of it however small because yeah. it doesn't matter with Fortnite cuz people are buying it in droves um m- more good news that accompanied this Xbox Live news, you know, Xbox Live coming to Switch, is uh, that Microsoft, some Microsoft Studios games are being developed for Switch natively. That's so Ori and the Blind Forest is confirmed as coming to Switch, which is a fucking gorgeous Metroidvania. So pretty. Um, and it controls pretty and also leverages your emotions like an asshole. <laughs> um and I think that's the only one that's confirmed so far, but they have said that they are working on developing Microsoft Studios games for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, there's almost certainly more on the way. Yeah. But, I mean, so, you know, I thought that that was a very cool idea. I've never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. That same. would happen. That it, this would happen. It, to me, this falls under the same sort of thing as Sonic showing up on other consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fucking weird. Yeah. As a... Uh, Growing it, up in the era was, of yeah. the Nintendo yeah. versus Sega. It was weird enough seeing Sonic Adventure Director's Cut come out for the game on the game. Yeah, the game. Mm-hmm. Cube. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. But what are you going to do, man? I mean, Sega got out of the hardware game. Yeah, and which, they did the next logical thing. Yeah, they was, have licensed my character, loved you know beloved character. Yeah, they made uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. I, oh, <laughs> right, that's my. That's favorite the most game. logical next step, right? <laughs> <laughs> best game, game of the year status. That is the uh, the best entry in the Sonic franchise by far. Uh, you know, <laughs> looking for you, I'm a super nice guy. <laughs> super nice guy. What are you gonna do? Uh, fight me? No. Oh, shit post on the internet about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to at you on Twitter. Speaking of weird controls. Don't at me. <laughs> spe- Don't at me. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, of, of weird, the, the, the keyboard uh, controller thing. Um, so I picked up Metal Gear Solid 3 on the 3DS just because that's my favorite Metal Gear Solid game. And I would love to be able to take that around with me. And it, it's fine. The game itself is fine, but the controls are so fucking weird. It's so hard to climb that ladder. No, <laughs> well, it's, it's just it's just different because like so all of the the um, all of the the face buttons on uh, that's all camera movement right there. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so you have to do all of your like stuff selection via the D pad, and you know you triggers are shooting. Does it not use the new 3DS nub? You mean the the little eraser do you have uh, the, mouse bullshit? But do you have the new have? 3ds or do you have just the regular 3ds? I 
I have a. I don't have. I have. You bought a new 3DS XL, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. The one with the little. The one with the hardware boost and with the uh, right analog nub, basically the little, the little eraser nub that is on the right side. Yeah. 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 That th- that's for movement. That doesn't make sense. Wait, are you talking? No, I don't think that I have that. I don't one, think though. you have the new 3DS. Yeah. Let me. I have the, I have the, uh, the the Legend of Zelda. Well, while he researches this, Brooks, have you perchance yet played Metal this Gear Solid dude, Five? Right here. Oh yeah, I have that. Yeah. So this is this is like the old eraser nubs that you would find in yeah. the center of keyboards for mo- for you know. Is that for use? Moving that for your mouse use? around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see, I, I thought I thought it was to keep. It was like like a buffer for the no. screen. <laughs> if you if you put pressure on it and kind of push it in one direction or another, you won't feel any give on it because it's like those old eraser. Mics. Yeah, it, it's it's like the um the 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 little uh on the old old laptops. Have, right, had that little exactly. red dot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I uh, didn't know that was what actually for. So uh, those <laughs> are. I'm cool, everyone. I'm a gamer. <laughs> that was introduced. Gamers rise up. <laughs> GG. Uh, this hardware revision was introduced alongside the 3DS Kid Icarus game, and ah. uh, you could either get this big bulky bullshit for oh, the dude. old 3DS to fit in that had its and an, an, that gave it an analog. Story. I remember how outrageous that was. It was, it was terrible. Ridiculous. Yeah. Or you could get the new hardware revision that has this terrible feeling little nub. This was not at all planned to fleece more money out of Nintendo's consumer base. Are, so, are, are, are there any peripherals to make that nub less terrible? Yes, but not for this hardware revision. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, then I'll just leave that where it is. <laughs> just continue using the TV. Yeah, for, <laughs> for, for real, I, I thought that was just like a... We're having problems with the the screens <laughs> connecting. Yeah, no. Um, try that next time you play Metal Gear Solid Three on the on yeah. the 3DS. Yeah, I will. Uh, I know it has an option for it does loosen up for something me. like that. But I've been sick all week, like like hard sick, not just like passively. I'm fighting through this, just like I'm dying. Cool. Welcome to this enclosed space. <laughs> well, I was. Um, <laughs> Ryan's like I am about. I trust that very well. <sighs> Ryan's like, <laughs> please breathe more. <sighs> this excites or me. Or don't breathe. No, I, I, um, don't just breathe. stop and never start again. <laughs> I know just what you're spewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, My question still stands, yeah. Brooks. Have you played Phantom Pain? Uh, I've not paid... I've not paid Phantom Plane yet. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, well, you must. God, <laughs> the intro plane. to that game is fucking I know, I have to, mind-numbing, I have and it's an first, hour gentlemen. goddamn long. But everything else is a joy. Oh, really? I, yes. I did. The I, I, I also agree. The intro oh, is terrible. Christ. It takes way too long. Kojima is so up his own ass because that's just how he exists. I get it. <laughs> but he makes wonderful games. Every now and then, he's allowed to be a pretentious asshole. Oh. Every now and then? Death Stranding. It's pretty much... Death Stranding is <laughs> Dude, going to be as much brilliant. As I, respect the I, I cannot bring this up enough. There is literally a mission in The Phantom Pain where you rescue literally Hideo Kojima from <laughs> uh, from Middle Eastern terrorists. I mean, why and not? You, and you get his professional brand sunglasses, and when you flash them on screen, it says, like, Kojima wear, and you put them on his face before you untie him from a pole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, 
Stop. Okay, here, here's the thing. He's, he's he has me. been doing that since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Are yeah. you serious? No, he's been in Metal Gear Solid games. He puts himself in them all the time. No, no, oh, not even Christ. not even just Metal Gear Solid games. But his so, own sunglasses in the NES Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear? No. no. Okay, all right. So first of all, the NES version of Metal Gear is a terrible port. It's an awful port because it was originally True. on the MS, a, MSX2. Yes, it was an MS, really? Yeah. And, and, it, and it, it had a, a much better game. It had it's a lot more a sneaking content. Game. A no lot shit. More. Yeah, a you, lot you more. actually fight Metal Gear. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Instead of a computer. I had no idea <laughs> so, that it uh, was an MSX game. So, so check this out. It's an MSX2 game. You have Metal Gear, and then you have Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. In the US, we got a shitty port of Metal Gear. They made their own sequel to that. So, uh, Metal Gear 2 Snake's Revenge, uh, Metal Gear Snake's Revenge is not a canon title. So, was Kojima at that time not working with Konami? Or? Uh, he was working with Konami, they just weren't working on that with Nintendo. Uh, um, oh, okay. And so, they, they butchered the port, and so he's like, I'm not working with Nintendo right now. Ko Kojima always had his, even even in his young days of developing, he was always... Uh, uh, up to a very high standard of quality, a diva, yeah. and that I mean, he is a diva. Yes, he, but he makes good he, fucking. Games, he is a diva, so. but he puts a lot, so much work, like personal work, into this stuff that he wants to make sure that it gets the right treatment. And yes. for the most part, you know, sure. it's been pretty good. So, um, but he's inserted himself into. Um, I'm sure he's he's got like an Easter egg Easter egg style credit somewhere in Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two Solid Snake, um, in Snatcher. So there's a computer room. Um, if you type in his name into uh, one of the interfaces, you'll get like a message from him. Um, in uh, in Police Knots, I believe there's something similar. Or his name is just somewhere. In Metal Gear Solid, when you're playing, when you're fighting uh, Psycho Mantis, the first like Psycho Mantis, the first the guy that's like, I see you like Castlevania. Yeah, the one who <laughs> reads your um, your when, memory card and shit like that. When, when the the game tries to fake you out by sending you to like, oh no, you're PlayStation crashed. Here's the TV. Instead of video, like in the bottom, it says Hideo. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But see, that's all like and Easter so egg and so kinda. forth. But I mean, like, so okay. Stephen he, Stephen King wrote himself into his into uh, his novels. And Peter and, Jackson puts himself in every single one of his yeah, movies. And yes, <laughs> Tyler, he did have some some less robust self-insertions into his video games. He's only gotten more bold with time. Yeah, and that yeah, because the whole that let's that save extends Hideo his entire, is a little... Yeah. His, his next game, Hideo Gear Solid. I don't, <laughs> so, I don't care because the mission was hilarious because it's literally a repeat of the mission where you, you go to rescue uh, Kazuhiro. Kaz. You go to rescue yeah. him from the exact same place and you just get a side mission that's a repeat with the same dialogue. And you're like, what's going on? I feel like I've already done this. And you go in there and take the bag off his head, and it's, it's fucking Hideo Kojima. Now, the more I'm hearing about this, the more that I I, I now believe that Death Stranding, like the baby, it's going to grow up to be <laughs> right? I wish. This is This is just no, he'll Hideo be a babysitting sim. <laughs> He'll, he'll be a boss. He'll be, he'll be a secret final it's, boss. It's they're telling this story. He's telling. He's finally telling his, his story. His if, origin story. If, if there is any human being alive who wishes they were Norman Reedus's son, it's Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Like I, I, I can't say this enough. I love him, but he's a dork. Kojima is a dork. He he's a huge dork. He loves famous people, and he wants to geek out with famous people all the time. That's what he goes out of his way to do. 
that is yeah he's uh he's 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 a big dork but he makes some really good honestly i would have loved to have seen what he could have done as a filmmaker I would have loved sure. to see what he could have done if he finished Metal Gear Solid Five instead of Konami fucking him over. Yeah. I wanted an end to that uh, game, and I didn't get it. That's all well and good. I wanted Silent Hills. Well, yeah. I really wanted Silent Hills. Um, <laughs> Silent Hill had been going downhill for some time. Uh, shattered Memories. Uh, Distant the Worlds. fucking Vita game, which was like a... Uh, uh, three-quarter perspective beat-em-up like a Diablo clone. <laughs> fucking terrible. It was really, really bad. I mean, they, there has not been a good Silent Hill game since The Room. Um, the and room? Uh, oh, oh, hi, Mark. PT got me insanely <laughs> excited. Oh hi, Hideo. What what uh, um what what is the room? Uh, the room is the one where the it's it all essentially takes place in this dude's room. It's, uh, it's, there's a portal to another oh, dimension yeah. in his yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, okay, I remember. Yeah, and, and everybody outside of the apartment doesn't realize that he's in there, even if he's like screaming and pounding yeah. on the door. Yeah, or, I, yeah, I remember that. I just uh, I forgot to tie that to Silent Hill. Yeah. That I, is a Silent I've never Hill actually game. played any. Prior Silent to that Hill being games. Silent Hill three, the girl in the mall. Uh, though the most prolific of the Silent Hill games being Silent Hill 2. That's the only one I've uh, heard. Silent Hill 2, from what I've heard, is the most excellent. It absolutely is, and it bothers me that a number of the tropes that are established in Silent Hill 2 carry on through other Silent Hill games because the uh, Silent Hill is heavy on symbolism. And so the characters and the symbolism. enemies that are in Silent Hill 2 are specifically yeah. gear like it's the it's for that character. So yeah, Pyramid I, Head. I, I know all, all about that. Yeah, very daunting in style and display, and an iconic looking character had no business being in any Silent Hill aside from that one. Yeah, you get two of them who impale themselves on spears later on in the game. Yeah, uh, but uh, it, uh, it is representative of his masculine masculinity essentially. Yeah. W- though there, the term was not coined at that time. It is his toxic masculinity. Yeah, and that was actually a great part about that game. I think it goes without saying, but you play him as a protagonist, so he doesn't seem like he's that bad. But right. the more you learn about him, the more you realize he was a piece of shit. And yeah, I, it, I like I like stuff like that. You're facing all of his internal demons, and that's kind of what the point of Silent Hill has been: is you're kind of facing your own inner demons, and so because you already did, yeah, and yeah. So Pyramid Head being a recurring character in that series doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, I knew a friend of mine that it was pandering. Made, made an yes, excellent Pyramid Head cosplay, like terrifying. And it really showed up is. at a Halloween party where everyone was wearing like Party City costumes. <laughs> it really is simplistic, uh, minimalistic, but perfect design. Uh, I remember, you know, when you first encounter Pyramid Head, you're hiding in a closet, and uh, you witness him raping one of the uh, mannequins, and it's just a very uncomfortable and terrifying moment. I love when games aren't afraid to do stuff like that. I want to be uncomfortable when I do when I when I go through any sort of media. I I but I love that. I love when something is that bold. Especially I agree. something that is supposed to be tackling 
really heavy subjects that uh, are very are meant to be emotionally taxing. Yes, absolutely. That game scared me a lot. Yeah, me too. What doesn't? Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong, but you're also not wrong. That was uh, a fucking you, terrifying game. You should I have tried... been scared by that game. Yes. yes. My best friend Deb and I started playing that, and we would play it in, in the dark and would like take notes, like write down notes in a notebook for like, okay, the 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 number on this door was, you know, whatever. And like every little note, and we could only do it for like maybe an hour at a time before like, you know what? I think that's enough. That's we're enough we're done. We're done. <laughs> me and, me and my, when me that and my... game came out, there was nothing like it as far as a horror experience. I mean, I, I've also I've told you this. This is a hard thing for me to sort of wrap my head around because when I play horror games, my first instinct is to rush headlong into danger and just see what happens. Sure. And then I'm not scared anymore. And it, because I just I look at the first thing that's dangerous and go, okay, let's find out what that does. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more that that is the logical approach to that sort of thing because. Realistically, at the core of it, you know what's the worst that's going to happen. You're going to get a game over and you'll start again and, and you'll uh, rush into this in, from another angle. Certainly. You know, it's, it's problem solving. Dan and rushes worst in thing, where angels the worst, fear to tread. But I it, it, it's let what, it, this shit fucking... I let myself get too absorbed in, yeah, in that shit. You, you let the game do what it was designed to do. And I, I honestly think that's part of how my approach to horror games works is that I go out of my way to kind of laugh in the face of their design. I, I kind of tend because to, I go against that instinct yeah. constantly. I kind of tend to do that. Um, so I like I like being absorbed into the ambiance first. Just kind of like, okay, this is supposed to be scary. So I'm just gonna try to play this like uh, like normally. Yeah, you're and, role, and, you're, you're role wait, playing and wait for that wait to wait to be scared. And then when I get tired of that, then I'm just like, okay. Now we're experimenting. When sure. I get tired of that, I'll, I'll fake when chug get... the empty bottle of booze and throw it across the hallway. <laughs> when, when I get Start tired of it. Start chucking things into, into drawers. <laughs> that, that paranormal activity play was so delightful. Funny. Absolutely delightful. If you didn't see it, Check the other videos on our YouTube channel. You can watch Brooks play Paranormal Activity in can, VR. Can we throw he, a card in here and just be like, right there? I think so. I have <laughs> Brooks, no right idea. here. Fuck you, he he right actually, here. he pushes the software to its yes, limits. He really does. He, he, he actually, really does. He actually like almost the rules, breaks though. the game. It by clipping. He, he puts a bunch of fruit and chips in a drawer and then clips a pot that he's holding through the bottom of the drawer to try and pick up all of the fruit. And the game cannot understand yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> let's remind rattling our, around. Let's remind ourselves what that sounded like, shall we? Please. Oh, please, yes. yes. Because it really was uh, like it was uh, a glorious. So it was it was a Skrillex track or something. It was. If if anyone wants me to try their try try their VR game, just send it send it all the way, and I'll try to break it. This is the beginning of. It is Brooks a joy is, uh, to watch Brooks play VR. QA ga- QA company. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wait. Was it in this? It was in part one. I don't know if we ever got a part two. Was it? Oh, we may not have gotten a part two. I think we had some recording issues. <laughs> Let me know when you start recording. <laughs> Let me know when you start. <laughs> no. No, it, we it, did it get a, a part two. So what? Yeah, we had to. I, uh, let me. Maybe I just missed two. it. Yeah, I must have missed it. So it must be at the bottom of the first page. Yeah, Visage Part 2. We're very professional. I just want you all to know that. We know exactly what we're doing. Professional. 
I can't find this it. is actually and, the and best for all of you who listen to the audio only version of the podcast. I'm sure you are having a great time right now. Uh, Brooks, please uh, watch this really cool thing. Would you sing to them for me, Brooks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, I feel real now. Holy shit! Did I not ever release? How do we? I must feel. not have released uh, the part two to that. Got some content coming your way here. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to locate that footage and release it. Gonna have to watch yeah. it after the that video. Needs, it needs to be put out yeah, there. It really does. If, if only for that last part. That, Just, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Did we lose the footage to that? No, I, that we, we did not. Watch no. Red Banks. We lost for a round. We, we, uh, we got Brooks into playing multiple VR games, by the way. And, yeah. uh,. One of the things that we did lose was a bunch of lovely footage for Transference, was it called? Uh, yes, That's what the, it was. Um, yeah. the one that was made by SpectreVision, uh, by Elijah Woods, Elijah Woods. Uh, company. That was actually, was... that was my first experience with Topless Robot, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it was before I was on the podcast, but I was invited on to do some Let's Plays. And, and the... it was fucking hilarious. It was, a, it was a few hours, then they were lovely, and I had a wonderful time, and we lost all of it. Yep. Every, every last, last minute. Yep. Recording is heartbreak. Oh, that You're just going to have to that one imagine hurt. me trying to break that game as well. That one hurt real bad. That one, that, I was so disappointed that we lost that. Yeah, oh. I, th I threw so much stuff to see if I could. <laughs> what else it is VR really for? Is, it really is Brooks throws Probably. shit the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, 100%. Oh, and solve puzzles. I also solve puzzles. <laughs> but you mostly at an agonizingly yeah. slow pace Inadvertently, <laughs> and yes, at a very slow pace. Maybe that was intentional. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> so on the topic of horror games, uh, I beat Resident Evil 2 last night. I beat Leon's Ooh. campaign uh, last night. Um, how many times did tell Mr. Me X more, flex Tell on me you? more. Man, so in general gameplay, Mr. X did not. He's really uh, easy to outrun. He is very easy to dodge. He's just spooky. But the final boss wrecked me over and over again. You were just waiting for that rocket launcher? Yes, I was. Uh, because launcher. there is no way to deal with that at all. Uh, especially, so what sucks is the boss fight before that, I went into that in danger. And with zero health items. And... When you go into that He's battle, in danger. there's no, <laughs> there's uh, one health pickup between that and the final boss. Yep. And it's in that stage, and it's a, it's a first aid spray. And that's it. Man, I love Capcom. Fuck. I love Capcom. I, so that game is supposed to be hard. That's the whole point. <laughs> I went through that battle, I don't know how many times. Uh, that and was a then beautiful high five. went through the the final boss fight. I don't know how many times. <laughs> and you, you wrecked it. I did. I did finally beat it. Uh, didn't have to do any cheesing or anything like that. Yeah. Just hung out for the fucking minute and a half. Nice and clean. By the way, the, for the in, rocket launcher to come down. In games like that, there's very few opportunities to cheese anything anyway because they openly. By the way, it's very well designed. They don't give you a whole lot of exploits to go through, sure. and also, they wouldn't, they wouldn't shit on you for doing what you do if you cheese. You're being smart. Yeah, that's the whole point of those games. Is yeah, you're supposed to outwit the dumb zombies that run in a straight line towards you. Sure. Even Mister X is stupid. Yeah, he's just a strong dude. God, when he fucking so, 
as I understand it, Mr. X was not part of the main campaign in the original release. I don't know. Uh, he was part of the B campaign. Like, if he was part of the Game Plus campaign. Oh, okay. Uh, so you not would the bees? Not, you, would, bees. <laughs> you would not have him hunting you down. And I had several shit-my-pants moments with him. Like, because he is just openly wandering yeah. the map. And you can hear those this. boots several rooms oh, away. God, it's <laughs> horrifying. And I went to take a shortcut through an area once. And usually you get a good sense of how close he is to you because if he's right about on you, you get the music along with the foot the footsteps. I didn't get the music. I went for the shortcut. I opened the door straight into his chest. <laughs> And screamed like a small child. (laughs) By the way, this mechanic is something that I really enjoy. I'm sure he has programming that keeps him within a certain radius of you. He's not just. There are sometimes areas that he can't get into. He can't get into safe rooms, right? He. he, uh... No, he cannot. He cannot get into safe rooms. So he can't get into. He he stops at the door and looks in, and really, that's all he can do. He can't. So he can't get into the main lobby then. No, he can't. He can get in the main lobby, but there's safe rooms that you like other safe. Not the other safe rooms. The ones that are. But the whole point is, he can walk into the main lobby because that's a big point of like what makes him scary. Yes. Uh, I love that as a mechanic because, like I said, even though I'm sure they he has programming that keeps him within a certain distance of you at all times to keep him as a present threat. I, I love the idea that there are monsters out on the world map that are wandering around looking for you, although they don't necessarily know where you are. Yeah. And if you run into them, it's because you're not paying enough attention. Yep. I I love that. I wish more games have to, would I, do that. I, I, I love it when, of, when carelessness gets punished. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. Hey, me too. I play Dark Souls. Uh, though, I mean, to be, to be fair, I, do? I don't. I do. Really? I, yes. I don't actually think in Resident Evil that that is carelessness. I think it's exploration. Well, uh, there's there's the whole risk only, reward thing. Certainly, yeah. But you can only be so careful with that because you can only predict where he is so much. He's a variable that becomes more dangerous the moment you get in a fight with another zombie. Yeah, so that's when you expect him to oh, show Christ. up. Yeah, because that's when he will show up. Yes. I love that. But a life without risk would be a miss. Digital, not just the, them searching around, but having that big baddie that can kind of just wreck your day yeah, as an ever-present threat. You can't do anything to him. You can stun him to you run can, around him, yes. and that's it. You can uh, make so him take cool. a knee, and that's it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like the, the big daddies in Bioshock 1. Or Jason in Friday Rather the 13th. The fact you can sure. actually kill yeah, the big yeah. daddies. But like at fir- when you first are running into them, and yeah. like, like just that, when you start hearing those big boots and you're like shit 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 mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. like i loved that and i think that was something that actually was missing in bioshock 2 and infinite was like you don't have that ever-present danger i even though i loved well i didn't i hated two two sucked but yeah two was not great infinite inf- i loved infinite it, it, I one, loved one and infinite were great they really helped align my bioshock chakras after the second one oh, was god damn it bro <laughs> okay god. so talking about bioshock infinite brings up the idea <laughs> of uh Spoilers you didn't realize were spoilers. Do you any of you have those? Because the spoiler I didn't know that was an actual spoiler the whole time. Spoiler alert. Uh, I I read my friend's Steam reviews because they're just shit posting the whole time. Sure. Uh, and one of my friends, his his entire review of Bioshock Infinite was "You kill yourself," and I was like, "Haha, very funny." I didn't believe it. <laughs> sure. And it turns out I yeah. get all the way through the Guess game what? and go, "Oh fuck." 
he wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are we, are we, because I mean, this is the same guy who wrote a review for Jamestown, and the two, it was where's James? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he uh, also a review for Magic the Gathering 2013. It was uh, it's like Magic the Gathering 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Such an erudite. So, as you might expect, I didn't individual. believe that this review actually had any weight. Sure. And, and certainly it was a real spoiler. Do any of you have something like that? You read a spoiler that you didn't think was a real spoiler, and then you get into the game and find out, shit. I've, like, I don't have that. I've, I've had spoilers that I uh, had hoped what I read was vague enough for me not to figure out what, w- what the actual spoiler was. Uh, and was usually wrong. And tr- actually, you know, I, we can talk about this. Uh, at this point, it's definitely not a spoiler. Uh, they've, you know, kind of uh, told the world in fucking their marketing campaigns. Uh, but uh, Avengers Infinity War. For the longest time, everyone was trying to, like, there was, you know, the running gag of, of uh, spoiling who, who died in the snap. Like, and it, it Mr. was... Mr. Stark. It was run as... A person died in the in the snap. A a hero, a single hero, died in the snap. And that's it. <laughs> and it, so, <laughs> what I you know, I actually unfriended people on Facebook <laughs> for posting so and so dies. And I was like, great, thanks, asshole. Dumbledore I had dies. managed to to avoid spoilers to this point. And what I had read was Spider Man dies. But did you keep seeing other other names? And you no, stopped? I was only seeing. Uh, okay, I only saw that because I was actively trying to avoid spoilers because I went to see that movie late. Ah, yeah, and it took uh, then I went to see it and I went, oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> did you not feel so good? Uh-huh. But we know he has to come back because far uh, from home. He's got is a, a second thing. movie. Uh-huh. I personally, when it comes to spoilers, I have basically kind of learned over my years because I fucking hate spoilers. I hate it so much. I at one point, actually, my my the origin of it was uh somebody like I was a big Harry Potter. I've always been a big Harry Potter fan, uh, and I got Dumbledore. Dying uh, spoiled. For I me. got that spoiled for me as well. Yeah. Like literally, and I always read the books like as they came out. Like I read them that night, mm-hmm. and this that was the only one I didn't read the whole way through. I got to the Casual. second half. Well, I got it at like ten o'clock, and I got to like it was two in the morning, and I'm still reading, and I had to go to bed and go to school. I was too tired to invest in my favorite media. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah, that's becoming too. That's that's a too real statement. Okay? <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know if this happened out here, but in Madison, uh, you know, they did the midnight release of the book, and uh, um, people were there were a group of kids who had bought the book, turned to the last page, and then drove by yep. the lines at, at who were waiting to you know to get their books, uh, and uh, yelled, "Snape kills Dumbledore." That was a, good old chaotic evil. That was a I thing right? that happened here too. Yeah, but like. I literally had it like one of I I can I remember the day I was like I walked into school and some this asshole Jacob Gibbons fuck you <laughs> Call walked him out. up to me like Damn. literally ran up to me and goes hey Tyler Dumbledore dies and I just 
You should have hit him with the book. I shut up. And then Tyler saw I red, and he, his corpse was never found. <laughs> I didn't. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Leviosa. We got him, Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> but yeah, ever since then, I've like pretty much like I I, I kind of as soon as I even if, if I'm like reading something or consuming something at the time that I know, like I I kind of black out for a moment. The moment I see anything about like yeah. any any conversation about. Anything like in Facebook, I see Harry and I just like I'll just black out, turn it up, I'm done. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, audience, you know that uh, hey, what? at the end of this podcast, Tyler dies. <laughs> by the way, talking about this, <laughs> one of the best bludgeoning noises is someone getting hit by a book. It's true, it's a really it's satisfying, very, yeah. whack, very a, satisfying. Thump. Yeah, you're throwing the book thump. at him. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, uh, did I, did I do that? Uh. <laughs> oh my god did you just thank you quote <laughs> fucking no why did I urkel god <laughs> why oh i wasn't intentionally quoting urkel because i didn't think about it so you just brought it up <laughs> i've been watching sonic saturday don't for give a while. him power oh because seriously, speaking of that, pop- was a very bad joke, and then following <laughs> it up with, with "Did I do that?" just hurt my head. <laughs> please tell me, and you I have a the, hangover. Please tell me you looked at the camera as you did it, because I was not looking. <laughs> I kind of like, vaguely stared in that direction. That, uh, I try, uh, I try not to look at the camera, <laughs> um, because that would be kind of conceited, and uh, you know. So before we get too far from Marvel, oh yeah, um, oh. News this. news that we all knew was coming. Uh, Jessica Jones and, and uh, Punisher have been canceled. That is officially the, canceled. Officially, the that's end the last of Marvel punished Netflix Punisher of Netflix Marvel shows. They Jessica Jones is still having their last season. Oh, are they? They're, they are getting one more. I, I season. I do believe so. I'm not now that I say it, I'm worried that I'm wrong. But I'm, <laughs> I'm like I'm. I'm pretty sure that they have one more season. That's that's that had been filming. I can only assume that these. Properties are going to live on on Disney Plus. It's it gotta like with how popular, especially like Dare, Daredevil. I wore this hat for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's not Double Dare. <laughs> Family Double Dare. <clears throat> Hi kids, I'm Mark Summers. <clears throat> I have debilitating OCD. Yes. <laughs> so uh, later 2019, there is one last season of Jessica Jones. Okay. Um. So that'll be interesting because these were these are Netflix originals, mm-hmm. and while Disney can pull the rights to all of the Marvel films uh, from Netflix, uh, as I recall, the first film to not end up on Netflix is going to be uh, Captain Marvel. Um, okay. That's the end. Officially, the end of the agreement. Of any licensing and yeah. So, Blessed. considering those series were Netflix produced, I wonder if Disney Disney certainly has the means to, but would they buy that that series and its distribution rights from Netflix in order to move it to their platform? It I wouldn't sounds be like surprised if they did. Disney loves to buy things and pervert them. But so. if There's they something... do, that will be the first case of a Netflix original. Uh, moving to a different platform. But this is only the logical conclusion of all these subscription services. We're finally reaching the point where every 
every network wants to have their own subscription service yeah. because people aren't they're not buying cable anymore. So now we're just splitting back into the same thing, except now it's even worse. Well, you're essentially buying individual channels. Yep. Because yeah. what sucks is I am. I, I told myself I would never do it because it's super not worth it. I am going to end up having to buy a CBS All Access subscription for Twilight Zone. Yeah, I have none of these things. I don't have an. I don't even have a Netflix. Wait, account. wait, like wait, wait for the wait for it to drop, and then do your free trial, <laughs> and then yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, do. That's what that's I'm doing. With and that. at the end of the week, you forget to cancel with, that subscription, and you have it for a month. Yeah, <laughs> with I, the DC, I see, like I did this uh, last Doom month. Patrol. I'm waiting for Doom Patrol to be all. To, I'll go through. I'm, I'm going to use my trial for DC oh, sure. Universe, and then watch um, all of Doom Patrol. The, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I. I think that nickel and diming channels is a bad idea. Great. And ultimately, uh, if we continue down this model, uh, we are going to see large, if we want the same sorts of things that we had with cable, we are going to see uh, yeah. larger bills than we did with these packages. Larger and bills it, for bad content. Or that's specifically yes. what, cable has, what cable companies have been fighting for is to get us back. Um, but, uh, go happen Comcast. Uh, so like when the streaming first started with like Hulu and Netflix and things like that, these platforms made sense to partner with because, uh, like Viacom doesn't have, they haven't invested in, in any amount of technology development or infrastructure in order to provide a seamless streaming experience. They don't give a shit. Yeah. That's not their, their wheelhouse. Let's so make it, it clunky sense. and weird. It makes sense to stick with these central you know, companies who specialize. Like Hulu was uh, a fucking, you know, uh, agreement and match with NBC, Fox. You know, like, yeah, it, was it awesome. started as the multi, you know, all the, the different broadcasters in a partnership. And as a retro guy, I was, I was able to watch old stuff that I didn't want to have to buy a, like, a DVD season of. They used to have the Bill and Ted animated series on there. It was fucking great. They still have Miami Vice, thank goodness. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because uh, I, I love that show, unabashedly. <laughs> but, you know, I wish that things weren't going down the this hole path. that they are right now. It's going to, like, kind of go back full circle. Like, we're going to get to a point where there's going to be all these streaming services, and then they're like, oh, hey, pay for a bundle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then we're going to have, like, oh, yeah, slight honestly, discount to have access to all of these. Like, I mean. That's exactly we'll my fear. Is that they're, they're, just trying to, they're just trying to bring it full circle. Yep. They're literally just trying to bring cable back because every network is just making its own channel that you have to subscribe to. Which is really yeah. dumb because that, that just means that people are going to miss out, and they're not going to care. Yeah, I feel like there's this grand disparity in in uh, quality and equality with uh, the the streaming platforms. Um, corporate dystopia comes comes it for us. Really is you know where we kind of feel like we have more freedom with the streaming services, but we also have, you know there are a lot of pitfalls that come with that. If you're someone who only watches a couple of channels or only needs access to a couple of channels, uh, then maybe that's not so bad, you know, so big a deal. Yeah. You know what? I mean, it's five to ten dollars a month for for you know for most subscriptions. But Netflix is like twelve. But but that now. but that yeah. stacks up, you know, and it does stack up. Yes. And for for poor folk like me, uh, you have to resort to. 
illegal methods to watch the things you want. Topless robot. This does not- month I am going to watch CBS. <laughs> Next month it's going to be an NBC subscription. <laughs> well, stop me. <laughs> <laughs> but the you know the there are also still benefits that come with this, and that in- includes access to back catalog shit that you know where previously you might have to hope to catch a rerun of you know the mentalist uh you now have access to all of it on demand and tivo yeah the tivo shit yeah it's it's over it's more more oversaturation for sure because if you're paying for all that stuff you're going to want to use all that stuff and then by using all that stuff you're just going to be sitting in front of tv all day sure but you don't get your bang for your buck out of any of them because you're not watching any of them individually enough yeah which is why netflix was cool in the first place yeah uh netflix and like hulu and, and even amazon prime uh, speaking of Amazon, I, did you guys hear about a placeholder that was put on their st- or online store? No, but I've, property... I've seen you looking at your phone about yeah, it. Yeah, I've, like I've, 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 I've been waiting. Um, got some fallout news. Go on. There what? is, uh, so according to this article that I read, um, there is a placeholder in Amazon with a fallout countdown timer on it. What? Nothing has been revealed. Ooh. It's going to be the Fallout mobile game. Prepare for disappointment. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, prepare for disappointment. At this point, Fallout 76. Well, there there is some speculation on on that. It's uh, certainly not going to be Fallout 5. No, no, no. no that, they, the, this particular article that I read, uh, said that there hasn't been enough time for that. Hasn't been but, enough time for that, and they're too far removed from active development on 4 for it to be 4 DLC. And it would probably just suck anyway. There, uh, there's but it could sp- be a New Vegas style. Yeah, well, there's speculation that that it's going to be a th- New Vegas three, made by three and uh, a three uh, remaster. Oh, eh. I could give a fuck less. But I love three. I love three. I'd actually really. I'd actually consider. I'd play really. that over seventy six. <laughs> I'd play literally any other entry into the franchise it, it, than seventy six. It could be a collection of the classic stuff, like revamped as well. I mean, I don't know. I would, yeah. I would, I would consider getting. I would, I, I, it wouldn't turn me off, is what I'm saying. So this I'd was not, this was not accidentally la- leaked onto the Amazon site. That, that I don't know. Um, it's, a, it's actually going to be just a, a thing that them. showed up. Yeah, now there's this. So, so like, um, for example, the if we're ever going to get that Final Fantasy VII remake, oh, there, there's been a placeholder in the Amazon store for that for a long time. Sure, and it's just. Here's, I mean, their practice is to, yeah. to put up placeholders. Here's a placeholder. If This is going to be a thing, speculatively, um, but this one is attached to a Fallout countdown timer. Mm-hmm. So I assume that we're going to get some news. Check the date. Is it a Super Bowl soon. ad? Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You give me shit, but I called it. Fool me once. <laughs> Fool uh, me thrice. I, January 3rd, 2021. I, I told all of you, and some of you didn't believe me. Consider, I, I, I predict. They hated me because I preached the truth. <laughs> I predict that this uh, Fallout countdown timer on Amazon is not what we think. It's not a prediction for a Fallout game. Fallout television show. We are currently two minutes to midnight. Yeah, it's a prediction to actual nuclear fallout. Yeah, but it's listed for like Xbox or Hot Xbox Amazon. One, PS4. <laughs> That's where they've been hiding the nukes. <laughs> I knew it. The, the council. The, the, the Bezos has finally gone insane. The council the ho- of thirteen. The home. No, the, the uh, 
I've been following the the bulletin for atomic scientists for years. Oh, um, sure, yeah, the ones that do have that uh, the 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 world the climate doomsday yeah. clock. As far as uh, yeah, we've we've been at two minutes to midnight for the last three years, which is uh, no, they arms are two years. They ticked it up. What several months ago yeah, it was I a headline. Uh, oh, was it? Was it a three? It was a three, and now we're at two. Great. So now that Maiden song has. We haven't been at two minutes to midnight since '84. Yep. Which is when that song came out. Yep. Two minutes. On that note, we are to the end oh, of yeah. the podcast. Two minutes. It is. Rest it is peace. time for to for the, the, end of the podcast. The Armageddon of Topless Robot Podcast. Uh, Live from the wasteland. <laughs> next episode, the survivors of the topless robot. <laughs> I want to remind everyone that, as always, we are sponsored by Humble Bundle and Ripped Apparel. R I P T Apparel. Uh, look ripped. in the description of your podcast or video, and you will find some links there that will take you to uh, Humble Bundle and uh, Ripped Apparel. And uh, you'll find all kinds of goodies. Humble Bundle. You'll uh, certainly find the Humble Monthly Bundle, which now it will be too late once this episode goes out for you to sign up for February's or March's games, because March's games are com- are being released to us this coming Friday. Um, and the rest of March's games: this Earth Defense Force and uh, Vermintide. Oh and, yeah, I and forgot about like Earth that. Defense Force. This is your yeah. familiar reminder that existence is pain because if you haven't already got Vermintide two, you fucked up. <laughs> you done goofed. Spoilers: Brooks fucked but up. You can still get in on April's <laughs> games. So did Tyler. Uh, go to toplessrobot.com/humble and ripped apparel. R I P T apparel. Uh, make rad uh, nerdy crossover uh, memorabilia shirts and and uh, uh, canvases and uh, I wrote it backwards, you oh. know, uh, <laughs> things like that. Uh, so um, definitely check those out. We do not have any voicemail. Um, Call our number, or I'm going to start re- for real writing this on bathroom walls. People, people, you guys call me just as much as my parents do. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I want you to hurt. Not me. at all. <laughs> Does anyone remember the the phone number? I think it's eight zero five two 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 six two eight seven. That is the number. Awesome, I remembered it correctly. Well done. So if you want to leave us a voicemail and uh, insult our lovely Dan here, thank you. Uh, you can or uh, tell me how beautiful I look. Or yeah, tell yeah. take me down and bring Brooks up. Yeah, yeah. You know that's bring that's, me a higher level. <laughs> that's I the, could use the world we need to live in. And just I've been told it's fun to make fun of me too. Just ignore Tyler. No. Uh, give us a call at 805-222-6287 and, uh, you know, fuck, man, tell me I'm a piece of shit. Ryan needs it. He needs No, me need- first! <laughs> tell me. me I'm a piece of shit. Don't fight, boys. It makes me look more pretty. I have <laughs> the bigger ego between the two of us and needs to be destroyed. Okay. It's true. That's the whole point. As I've already said, my ego is low enough that I want someone to be good enough at insulting me to actually make me cry. <laughs> Do it. Make him I cry. dare you. Please. Someone out there, please make Dan feel. Um, <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> please. <laughs> Does anyone have any uh, rants and or raves? I have a little mini thing. Just want okay. to say. Great. Thank you, Reggie. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to bring the. Absolutely. <laughs> Original. I'm trying to be sincere and heartfelt 
and you're an ass. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry. Reggie Fizemi stepped down as uh, the uh, president in uh, of uh, uh, Nintendo of America uh, after twenty. This is Tyler's rave. It's good. It's good. No, I mean he. he Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay, so Techni- yeah. he was the, but he got he first was uh, released on uh, on the world. Uh, at E3 2004. With so the, 26 years. Maybe he just wants time to play Nintendo Make games. some games. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't appreciate Reggie as the spokesperson and president of Nintendo of America, there's something wrong with you. He... he Taking a quote from his book. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely uh, played well and managed that community well. Even though, as president of Nintendo of America, he had no fucking business doing so. Nope. Uh, he he did it for was single-handedly their best uh, uh, social uh, uh, campaigner. He, he was outstanding. Just hilarious. Every every E3 was so fun and watching okay the Nintendo. That. People who are usually intentionally hired to be like community outreach and spokespeople are out of touch. Yeah. And it was weird to me that Reggie was actually in touch. You he, would not expect so someone who was hired to be the president of a fucking major international uh, company, though. They make playing cards, of, right? A, a <laughs> branch of that international company. The, <laughs> a specific country before. of that <laughs> international <laughs> uh, company. Uh, you would not expect someone hired for the purpose of being CEO to also be competent as a uh, no, uh, spokesperson. You think a CEO is the guy like in the office building who just sits there and collects bank checks? Yeah. Like, that's I it. sit there, I fill out paperwork, and I go to lunch. Yes. I, I, that sounds like my day. <laughs> I sleep with one of three, actually two of three of my assistants. The third one, hmm, not so much. Whatever but two of I them, feel you know. like it. Love you so. She has yet to get that raise. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, please don't, don't hate me, don't internet. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> um, I am making jokes about the horrible state of corporate America. Thanks, Tyler. You know, Doug Bowser is going to have some pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah. He is, honestly. And I've, I think I've said it before. And not I, just because Reggie Fizemi was a fairly large stature man. Oh, no, I, I have no comparison between the two guys. I, just, <laughs> whenever, I haven't seen them together, so. But I I think I've said this before. I always hate the tech demos at, like, trade shows where yeah. they're it, yep. it just so, they're, they're so forced. And it's like, ooh, look this how This game cool is this. for the elite. And, but like Reggie, Reggie is the exception where I enjoyed Reggie's this. scripted stuff was still super I, heavily, it's a little clearly heavy. scripted. I don't but care. Watching I Reggie and Awada fight in Smash was hilarious. Yes, it's yeah. It still was. He he pulled it off because just he was effervescent and just effusive and. I I just want to awesome. remind you that no one in the world talks like this. This is true. Did you know that sometimes I do? (laughs) (laughs) If anyone did, it It would would be you. Yes, it would be (laughs) myself. Actually, William Shatner also talked like that. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Rocket man. Oh, Christ. (laughs) All right. Does anyone else have any rants or raves? Uh, No. Nope. Cool. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Topless Robot Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Bye. <gasps>